Stalker, giant, stalker, dragon, stalker, crypt, stalker, demon, stalker, rip, stalker, grown, stalker, crypt, stalker, scourge, stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, leap, skill, hunter. Welcome to episode 215 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild, the Warcraft Hunters Union, and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Ollie Saunders from the Hunting Party Podcast. Today is Sunday, April 12, 2015, and we are broadcasting live on Twitch TV. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, that would be me, is there to take your questions. All right, we are short a few people today. I think uh, Dark Brew is off for Easter, and Bindak is off in the wilds of Canada. No one is quite sure what is happening, but we do have a special guest. Uh, Roger Brown is going to be joining us on the call in just a moment, uh, and I believe he's connecting as we speak. We are saved. <laughs> Perfect timing, too, because I had no idea what I was going to talk about all alone here on the podcast. Artemis should be uh, joining us any moment now, Yes, we think. So what have you been up to in WoW this week? <laughs> I see, I've actually haven't been playing a lot of WoW. I've, I logged in on Tuesday and Wednesday to do my conquest cap and just get a little bit of threes done, and I... Uh, logged in for raid, and that's about it. I have been caught up in a new character on Skyrim. I don't know what made me think I would play Skyrim again, but uh, I did, and I got really into a ranged kind of rogue character, a bow-wielding rogue, which has been <laughs> so much more fun than doing the same content over and over in WoW right now, which is kind I of a sad day to WoW. I feel like uh, usually I feel this way toward the end of an expansion, the... Uh, the end of the expansion blues, and it's starting to hit a little earlier each each expansion. So hopefully I'll, uh, it's just a short phase I'm going through, and I'll get back into it any moment now. Oh, I'm sure that when the new patch comes out, whenever it does, that we'll all start getting excited. And of course by BlizzCon, um, the hype meter is going to just hit 10 or 11, so there's that. Um, yeah, and that is the... Does this make you our PvP uh, expert? Huh? <laughs> uh, I wish. This makes me our PvP noob. Hello, guys. Roger. Here. Welcome. Hello. Uh, yeah, sorry. Tried to get back home as fast as I could, but there was a lot of traffic due to the uh, Easter holiday, you know, everyone going around. Right. <sighs> Mm. So but how's yeah. it going, man? How's how's your WoW life progressing? Um, my WoW life uh, hasn't really been going anywhere this last week because, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Greek and we have Easter holidays, so basically been uh, going out, you know, going to the church stuff, the family stuff, uh, then going out with the friends for some drinks. So, yeah, I uh, skipped the raid this week. Yeah, haven't really been playing World of Warcraft that much this past week, but, yeah. Do y'all get time off work, like, are these national holidays for Greece? Uh, yeah, yeah. Although I don't work, but, yeah. 
From rating, that counts. Yeah. But yeah, everything is on break for two weeks for the Easter holidays. Wow. I think it's different for you, yeah? You have the spring break. Yeah, but that's just colleges, I think, have that. But nobody gets off work for it. All right. But wait, so during Easter, you don't get time off work? I don't. I mean, Easter is usually on a Sunday, and I'm off on Sundays anyways. But that's that's about the extent of it. Maybe you get Monday off, but um, I don't. Yeah, I guess it depends on who you work for, too. Hmm. Well, that sucks. I've seen that. Uh, I've seen some people uh, posting on MMO at some point. You know, the whole EU versus US debate thing, uh, and they were saying how you know Americans work more, uh, you know, and because they don't have so many holidays like the Europeans. Uh, I guess it's kind of true, to be fair. But, and Wait, is that is that in favor of Europe? So much less. Sorry. And yet you keep beating us, even though you work so much less. No, but that's an argument for you, that uh, you work more so you don't have time off work all the time to you know, play World of Warcraft, uh, <laughs> whereas we do. Right. Yeah, for, for us, for me at least, it's always, you know, for, for Greece at least, I don't know, because for most of the Europe's, uh, it's uh, two weeks on Christmas, two weeks uh, for Easter. That's like the same... Yeah, you get two weeks twice. Yeah, I get two weeks total over the whole year of vacation time. Oh, oh God. <laughs> That's... Um, wait, I mean... Wait. What, including Christmas? Yeah, I guess if Christmas is on a weekday, then I would get that day off also. And there's... I think oh, there okay. we have, yeah, like four holidays that I get off work. But it's also pretty relaxed. I mean, I have WoW installed on my work computer. I'm the IT guy, so I can just log in there. It's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how's it going there? Is the problem fixed? Uh, no, no, no. I need another yeah, one hour to yeah, finish guys, this sorry. boss. Co- it's going to be done. Compiling, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tab mid-fight. Damn it. Wipe the raid so they don't see you. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so you haven't been playing much WoW. Uh, what, what's for method? What does it look like for you guys? You guys have the hard push uh, leading up to you know doing split raids. Mm, you you got yeah. five split raids, right? And then Whoa. doing the uh, oh oh you meant four. Uh, okay, no, okay, so it's different. Obviously, like the uh, when the progression hits, the first week we do a lot of normal modes. Uh, mm-hmm. For high mode, we did five. Uh, heroic, sorry, yeah. Five heroic raids, uh, and for uh, Blackrock we actually did six uh, heroic raids the first week. So yeah, you need a lot of characters. Yeah. But when it's farm, like right now, we basically do two mythic groups. Um, at the start, we had just the mains in group one and the alts in group two, or any leftover mains. Uh, but since the nerfs, I think from next week we're gonna actually push for two full mythic raids. Like split the mains and the alts between the two groups and try to figure it out that way. We've already we almost managed last week with the alt group to kill maidens, so that would leave only blast furnace and uh, blackhand alive. Uh, but we didn't actually manage to kill our maidens. It was close, but we didn't want to push it too much. We just ended the raid, and uh, yeah. So I think it's definitely doable. 
especially after the Blackhand nerf and the Blast Furnace nerf, uh, to do it with the second group. Uh, other than that, we have decided to do a heroic raid, if the time allows us to do so, uh, because we raid from 7 to midnight, twice a week, and we did not want to have a third day of the week uh, a raid day, because, you know, it's farm, you don't want to spend right. three of your evenings when it's farm. Uh, so, we said that we will do one heroic raid after group one, if if we finish it early enough, right? So, yep. And, uh, do you stream? And do you stream Sorry? your raids on Twitch? Uh, I personally don't because I don't have a good connection. Which I'm trying real hard to make it happen. It's uh, very complicated. Uh, but yeah, we we the rest of the guild streams definitely. Uh, we have uh, Scott, the one and only Scott McMillan, uh, streaming. We have. Uh, Fragments, of course. We even won the Blizzard Twitch Awards. He came in fifth for uh, WoW streamer. He got some monies for it. I think it was like 400 bucks or something like that. So, good job to him. Nice, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, now we have Lexi streaming, who is quite popular, even though he just started uh, streaming. Uh, he has really good uh, internet and really good quality. I guess that helps a lot, and he streams quite a lot of time, so pretty pretty good stuff there. Then we have Vicklund, Nagura, they sometimes stream. I don't know, is there anyone else? That's the main people. So as you uh, approach the next tier, and you've got most of your, uh, definitely all your mains, I assume will be in best of slack gear soon, if not already, but as you're getting your alts fairly geared up, do you guys take time off before the next big push? Um, so what we said was that, uh, well, everyone is supposed to have six characters, right? Uh, for the six heroic raids. Uh, we discussed doing seven, but uh, people weren't so happy when we <laughs> suggested this idea to the guild. Seven characters. Uh, so, yeah, we'll probably stick to six characters, every player. And the goal is to have them at a certain eye level. Uh, that will be good enough to clear heroic of the next raid, whatever it is called. No idea. Um, so yeah, for example, we did the same uh, for Haimo. So we said, I don't remember the exact number, but I think we said something like, okay, it's one of your five characters, because we started with five, has to be 640 level plus, right? So as soon as you hit 640, you were good to go. You know, you could focus on another character and spam some heroics there and stuff like that. Um, and then we did the same for Blackrock Foundry. We said, okay, you need to have them at a certain eye level. And that's it. And now we have the same. So it's basically up to each player to make sure that his characters are, I think we said something like 685 uh, is the goal that you should have, which is basically heroic gear from right, Blackrock yeah. Foundry, right? And you, st you also have the missions. So... Over time, you will get some mythic items, so it's pretty easy to hit that, especially with the legendary ring and everything. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Uh, other than that, yeah, your main is probably going to be best in slot, although we can't really say there's a best in slot with all these gems and sockets. Sure, uh, sure. Um, I mean, sockets and uh, Warforged stuff, uh, which kind of sucks because like, I would almost be done by now already with my main. 
so I didn't even need to go on any boss with my main. So instead of going on the early bosses with my main character, I could join with another alt, gear that character up, and then maybe log in for Blackhand with my main and Blast Furnace, and that's it. But now, we can't do that, because who knows, maybe you get uh, Warford's socket uh, boots. So you need to be there with your main every single time. Mm-hmm. Is that make, making uh, gearing up slow a lot slower for alts, or is it very noticeable? Like you um, feel like you're behind where you should be with your alts? I don't know. To be honest, the thing that has kind of balanced it out, uh, like let's just say Siege of Argumar, all right? Well, you still had the Warforged stuff there, but whatever. Uh, but if this was back then we wouldn't have as much gear as I have now. Because right now, I basically have everything I want. I'm not missing any item. Um, I think... Wait, am I missing something? I don't think so. I have, like... At least for survival, I have the best gear possible. It's just upgrades, warforged and sockets, and tertiary starts that I need. But... Uh, uh, what was I saying? Right. So, in Season of Forgrimmar, I wouldn't have as much gear because... Now you have the missions, which help a lot, and uh, I don't know if they, I don't know. I think I've just been getting luckier with the coins this time around than in Season of Orgrimmar. In Season of Orgrimmar, I literally did not coin anything useful for like the entire year. It was absurd. So definitely the missions help a lot uh, to gear up your characters, so that's good. I don't think it's that much different than last time. It's just annoying more that <laughs> uh, you get an item and you're super excited, but it's it's not the best best that right. it could be. I did get extremely lucky with two items though, and that was during progression. So the chest drops from Flamebender. Uh, or wait, I think no, no, no. Where does the chest drop from? Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, Flamebender. Yeah, you're right. Right. So the chest drops, and I take it. And I just casually click on it. That was the first week of Mythic Progression. And boom, Warforged socketed. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. And then we go the second week of Progression. And we kill Flamebender. I casually coin. And I get the ring. Warforged socketed. I'm like, okay. And I think it even has avoidance. So I got pretty oh. lucky at the start with uh, actually getting best slot items. Yeah, that's but, especially uh, for survival. It feels like those sockets are just so powerful right now. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's hard to yeah. uh, to accept anything without a socket. Yeah, I have right now. I'm checking my character. I have three sockets. Um, yeah, to be honest, the most important thing, and that's actually, I guess, we can say that as a tip for uh, the viewers uh, that if you reach a point where you've cleared everything, all right, so you're not in any pressure of uh, you know, getting the max gear to kill Black Hand. So if you've cleared everything, make sure to focus your coins on the important things, which are the weapons and the trinkets. So just use your coins on the weapons because, you know, if you need that Warforged socketed uh, weapon, that's going to be the biggest thing that you are probably going to keep for next progression compared to what? I mean, okay, the, the tiers probably going to replace them because the new tier bonuses are going to be even better. The, you know, the boots probably going to get better or whatever. But the weapon and the trinkets, if you don't get better one, it's a huge difference. So make sure you focus your coins there. 
as a tip. The yeah, it looks like come. it looks like Blizzard's pretty set in their model with gear right now. I don't know, maybe they'll will change how they're doing the uh, extra catch up gear, but um, with with how it's working right now, you know, you can get boots and bracers and uh, you know some other items from your garrison. You can get trinkets from your garrison. You can get uh, I don't remember which the two items was. It was it waste and bracers from the Blackmark auction house. Uh, it was uh, four items actually. It was all the smallest ones in terms of stat uh, right. amounts. So it was rings, I mean, necks, rings. Uh, um, bracers, belts, and I think boots actually. Was it five? Mm. Was it boots as well? Maybe. Definitely n none of the tier parts. Right. So. Yeah. But so you can look at replacing those a lot sooner than you could, you know, your weapon. You're never going to get that from your garrison or from the black market or auction house. And um, you can't get, you can't actually get weapons from the missions as well. I don't know if people know that. Well, you can? You cannot get oh. them. Yeah. So that's what I was, yeah. that's what I was thinking. So the, you know, you're not going to be worried about just getting lucky and rolling one the first week or so. Exactly. So I'm going to move down our, uh, we've got show notes here. I don't know if anybody's ever show, shared the show notes with you, Roger. Uh, but, um, that's true, actually, sorry. Uh, one thing we actually we're, have a Q&A, a uh, couple of Q&As for Roger as well. Oh, great, from the yeah. chat room? Yes, glorious chat room. Great. Oh, all right. Well, one thing that changed in the last week or so, um, for those who follow SimCraft uh, pretty, you know, often, they put out kind of this list of where everybody's doing on single target fights, where every class is doing on, you know, various types of fights. And survival had been wrong for, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. since 6.1, I guess, uh, the APL hadn't been updated. Um, I don't. I'm not sure exactly what it was. They, you know, somebody hadn't done it, but uh, um, now I can't think of the guy's name. But the person who updates elitist jerks had had an updated one, but the APL, but nobody had put that into the SimCraft uh, baseline APL. So with that change for single target fights, even with all of the four pieces, all of you know anything you can get, every hunter spec is within. I think it's 2.2% of each other for a single target. Uh, they're just so incredibly yeah. close. Yeah, I saw that change. Uh, by the way, can I ask a very newbie question? What is an a what, what does APL stand for? Yeah, so APL is Action Priority List. And that's, uh, you know, so when you're uh, simulating right. yeah, it, yeah. it's uh, all your abilities yeah. in what order you're going to use them or what priority. Okay, yeah, probably sound like a big loop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I mean, I obviously I know what you mean, but I usually just say priority list. I don't say APL. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I heard about that, and I saw that survival get a boost, which is really great because I love survival. As and I knows. think anybody who was playing survival already knew that it was doing just as well as the other stuff. Yeah, that's but... the thing. Like, I got so many whispers in game. Why do you play survival? BM is so much better. What's going on? And I was like, I don't know. I mean. I've my uh, other hunters tried BM a little bit, and I seem to be doing just fine. I mean, obviously there are fights where BM is going to do better. For example, blast furnace. Hey, you're killing the thingy and you're cleaving off. It's super effective. You know, four or five targets. That's the best for BM cleave. Um, so yeah, they're going to rise ahead. But uh, I wasn't feeling like 
oh my god, I'm you know I'm missing out on something epic. <laughs> and survival also is let's face it, it's easier. It's uh, not as random as BM. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I like the playstyle. I think it's pretty fun, especially with focusing shot. So I wasn't really feeling the the desperate need to swap. It it's, it wasn't like marksmanship in a Seas of Orgrimmar, for example, where if you're playing marksmanship, what are you doing? You know, you, you need to play the other specs. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and marksmanship right now is looking great. I saw I was just looking at Warcraft logs rankings, and it looks like on Gruul, as some of the fights, uh, you know, people are getting more gear, and the fights are going under five minutes now. Uh, so. BM hunters don't get that second stampede. I mean, no hunters get that second stampede, but it's a big uh, deal for BM. And so there's a yeah. couple of marksman hunters who are creeping up there on the rankings. I think there's one guy who's 13 now uh, and mythic as MM and just, you know, really tearing up the single target. I think it's a really viable option for a lot of progression where you have a focused target and you really need to burn that person down. Um, yeah, so, so MM's looking great. BM's as strong as it's been since MLP. Um, and yeah, so every, yeah. every spec is just looking amazing in numbers, at least. Yeah, I think the, the only downfall of marksmanship is the fact that uh, it's uh, less mobile than the other specs. Um, yeah, and obviously the AOE part of it's not great. Yeah, uh, that's definitely the others. So, it's yeah, like obviously that. on a boss like it's basically it's looks great on the sim craft and stuff, but it's only for certain bosses where you can use it uh, effectively. Like Gruel, yeah, you don't move as much. The movements are very, kind of say, you know, calculated, and right. you can focus. There's not so many game mechanics, so you can focus more on things like your sniper training. But imagine another fight. Uh, I don't know. Like let's say. Mm, Okay, let's just say Blast Ferns, for example. All right? right First of right. all, it's not great there because of all the cleaving and stuff. Plus, you move around the room and, oh, I got the volatile fire. I need to move. And, you know, you're checking and clicking on different, uh, tabbing on different targets. You don't really have the, you need to really be focused and in the game to make sure you're, that your uh, sniper training is not falling off. So, I'm not, mm, I'm not sure how reliable it can be, especially during farm where you don't want to really stress yourself out. But I, I like the fact that it is competing and that hopefully in the next raid progression it's going to be the best spec, uh, at least for certain bosses, because I really like uh, the the spec overall since back in Firelands. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I'd love to see a raid with more than one single target fight. I think uh, I can't uh, did we have any in Heimel? A pure single target? Well, Butcher. We had right, Butcher. but even had the, I mean, you know, the, what are those things that come out? Oh, yeah. The, Mythic. I don't know if that actually counts, but it had a, at least a small element for a few players. Uh, of AOE. It, it, well, it was the, the bar, it was the Baraz targets, let's say. Right, that. right, right. <laughs> Squeezing the Baraz. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, Maybe there will be some single target fights. Who knows? Who knows what the next raid is? I don't. When do they? Uh, do, have we heard anything on when the PTR is coming out for six point two? I literally have no idea. 
I haven't heard anything, and people keep speculating. Huh. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, the only thing I'm hoping is that it does not uh, overlap with Gamescom, which I don't think it will. Because uh, Gamescom is uh, actually earlier than usual this year. I don't know if you've seen... I don't know if if you guys even care about... Uh, yeah, that's the big uh, one in Germany, Germany, right? Right, yeah. So I think two years ago, it was uh, 20-something of August. 22 to 25th, mm. something like that. Um, then last year uh, was 15th till 19th, something like that, of August. And this year, it starts at, I think, 4th of August. We've been pushing it earlier and earlier. And if we you know, follow the trend of around six months per uh, raid release, I hope it does not overlap. I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be a September release. That would be, I think, the best. Uh, so, yeah, crossing fingers for that. Does Blizzard have a big presence at Gamescom? Uh, uh, yeah, it does. It has basically a whole, um, how do you call it? Like, it's like huge uh, blocks. I don't know if you've seen pictures, but Gamescom is basically like 10 huge buildings. Like, imagine a container times 100 in terms of size. Um, and then there's, you know, booths here and there. And Blizzard basically has a, at least half of one of those huge buildings just for Blizzard has basically all the games you can play. Like last year, you could play Hearthstone on an iPad, uh, which was pretty cool. I tried it there. There was Diablo with the um, when they made it for console, so you could play that. Uh, there was World of Warcraft, which I don't know why you would go and play World of Warcraft there, to be honest. There was nothing new, so I was right. like, okay. Um, and I think there was some StarCraft as well, like the, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Like the Imagine, like, for each game, there are, like, a lot of computers set up, and you can stay in line and play those games. So, yeah, it has a pretty big presence, but uh, there wasn't any huge event apart from the release of the cinematic for Warlords of Draenor. Mm -hmm. They've actually released... I've been to Gamescom three years, and the first year I went was... That's where they, when, where they released the cinematic for Mist of Pandaria, and then last year was the cinematic for Warlords of Draenor. So who knows? Maybe we'll get uh, another cinematic this year. Or, I don't know. They, li they like releasing them, at least, during Gamescom. Yeah, that'd be good. You know, the, the reason why you'd have WoW there is so you can go check your garrison missions. Oh, <laughs> right. Roll over. That's true. That's, that's actually, I've been uh, letting them... Uh, I've been slacking on that a lot this week. Need to focus up. Yeah, I basically only do the raid missions now. I don't know what the... I guess mm. the gold ones. Bindak last week was saying you know, he's getting tons of gold from them, but it's yeah. just not worth logging in for him, for me. Well, yeah, I don't log specifically for that, but I log maybe once a day, once every couple of days to send missions, and I always get from the tavern the, the treasure hunters now. Yeah, because there's nothing else valuable anymore. I mean, I don't care about getting a hundred percent on a mission. I have that already. For every mission, I have what I need. So the only thing you can get is money. It's great. You put the slaves to work. You reap the benefits. Yeah, and at the beginning, I really wanted all of them to have epic mount. 
because I wanted to get through as many as possible, but now I don't log in enough to uh, benefit from Epic Mount, so I can get rid of all of those followers and put them inactive and just go for gold, I suppose. Well, there is, yeah, there is, a, there is a separate thing which you need the Epic Mounts for. It is to trigger the burst of power, or uh, what is it called? Burst of speed? I don't know. Burst, um, something sure, like that. Sure, yeah, something. Yeah, so basically I had, for weeks, I was getting uh, one week Epic Mount, one week uh, Burst of Power, until I had like a good mix, so I would always have one guy with an Epic Mount and a couple of guys with Burst of Power to get that extra percent to hit the 100 on the Mythic Missions. But after you have enough of those, you're like, well, that's pointless anymore, so just throw in the Treasure Hunters. What buildings do you have in your garrison? Um... Well, I have the tavern for everyone. I think it's the one that, you know, you can still maintain, let's say, its value <laughs> compared to some others. Like, for example, yeah, I also have the barn for everyone, which is just a leftover from back, you know, a couple of months ago where I was right. actually playing a lot and I was spamming those uh, Savage Bloods. But I stopped doing that. So it's just a dead building there. Uh, so that's my medium buildings. My large buildings, obviously, war mill for everyone for that free coin. Um, and the barracks, so I can have more followers, more missions, etc., etc. Um, and that's for everyone. I have the same buildings basically for every single character. Hmm. And then for the small ones, I have the enchanters one on everyone because. I, I, I thought, hey, you know, like the crafted ones, if I don't have Savage Bloods, who cares? So I'm not going to bother. Uh, and I just want to disenchant my items and make crystals so I can do enchants on my own stuff. Uh, so I have the disenchanters thing and I have the Salvage Yard, of course, which is kind of annoying because I send missions with everyone and then I end up with like 200 boxes on every single character and then I need to open like <laughs> a thousand boxes, which is about now where I need to do it and yeah if someone has an add-on which instantly sells all the green and blue items and well I have for the gray items I have an add-on but it does not work with the green ones and I want to get rid of them instantly because it's so annoying opening like five boxes then you have to sell opening five sell again opening another five oh my god yeah let me know okay. if anyone has an add-on like that I gotta uh, ask because I have that problem too. How many bag spaces do you have? Um, so with my main, it's not that great. Because I keep every single epic I have, basically. Well, the ones that mean something, alright? So I've kept all my tier pieces. So my void storage is full. Both tabs, alright? And thank God for the second tab, by the way. That saved my ass so much. Um, and my bank obviously is also full. And by the way, I of course have all the thirty. Wait, is it thirty? I don't know. The biggest bank, the new ones. Thirties. Right. Oh, there's thirties now. Yeah. What's the thirty? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Huh. It's Hexman. the new one. The new ones. Well, I got to upgrade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a tailor uh, alt which I do the daily cooldown thing, and I just craft them. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, full bags, everything, and I have like, it's been worse. 
I had times where if I had consumables, I would have like three slots open uh, only on my main. Now I think I have like mm, 20 or so. So that's about it. But uh, with my alts, I obviously have a lot more because I don't keep so many epics, so I throw everything into my bank. Yeah, I've only got about three or four slots open in my on-me bag because I need a PvP BM set, and about half is half of those pieces work for SV or MM, but I have about half again of PvP for SV or MM, and then I have an Ashran set and my raiding set, and I can't Oof. not have any of those on me at any time because I never know oh, when boy. I'm going to want to do something. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's uh, my bank is fine. I don't mind throwing away old gear, whatever, but I want to have all those sets on me at every you know at any time and. It's kind of rough. Yeah, you know, and you need to have some other items. Like, you need uh, right, the yeah. airstones. I have all my uh, transform items. So if I suddenly want to be a dwarf, then I have the item from the Saturn quest line, yeah? And I pop it, and I'm like a blue dwarf suddenly. It's cool. I, you need to have those on you. Plus, I'm an engineer, so I have all the jeeves, uh, oh, mailbox, yeah. all that stuff. Um, yeah. You always, as a hunter, I'm sure you guys think the same. You always need to have a second bow in your bags because you never know when it's going to break mid the fight and you need to s swap it on because you can't do anything without a weapon. Absolutely. Uh. I never have without two or three because it's happened before. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, I've never known this, but it does seem to always happen are do bows intentionally break faster than other people's weapons? Um, I'm not sure actually. Uh, it's always hunters, and I mean, usually hunters are engineers. I don't know if that's all GPS, but uh, it's always hunters I, uh, needing jeeves first. It seems. I think I remember at some point reading about uh, Baraz that it it made you lose a lot of durability because it counted as, as if you were shooting all of those shots, right. huh. you know, as normal shots, which obviously it's like an insane amount, so you would destroy yeah, your weapon. I'm, I'm not sure if I, it was fixed or not, so maybe. Maybe huh. that's still the problem. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I had in my head that that's the case, but uh, I've never actually looked it up or found out if it's true or not. It just seems to be that hunters lose their weapons first. Mm. So we've got a few um, questions. I don't know, Alessandra, if you want to read some of these from the uh, chat room? I don't know. Some of these are kind of private. Uh, <laughs> Oof. <laughs> well, that makes uh, it even better. <laughs> I guess. Um, oh, yeah, it, gee. <laughs> you see the one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Roger. You take it. What can I can I marry Nagura, Roger? Um, listen, man. All right, we don't want people messing with our only girl. All right, we need to keep her in the guild. And I know that people who get into relationships are very prone to quit the game. So. Hands off, all right? Because we need to keep that uh, balance in the guild. We need to have at least one female in. So, I'm sorry. You're going to have to find another one. Also, why are you asking Roger who uh, she can Yeah, marry? actually, um, what am I? I'm not a pimp. 
What, are you, what is this? I don't get it. <laughs> All right. Okay. And the other question from the same source is, if the performance of two classes is very close, but one class pulls slightly ahead, but the Raider prefers the other class, is it still an absolute requirement to play that class that performs better or what the Raider prefers? Or let's say even a race difference, like say Panda versus Troll, would they be required to race change? All right, so for the race thing, I think if the difference is big enough, uh, people will do it anyways by themselves because we're trying to min-max and it feels good when you're min-maxing your character. Um, but for example, I mean, I guess you could you could see my own armory. I was Orc when the consensus was that Blood, uh, Blood Elf is slightly better, right? So... Yeah, I mean, if the difference is that small, it's not really a huge deal, honestly. Uh, I've heard, for example, though, things like uh, Paragon, who was actually in an ongoing discussion. We thought that, uh, and I'm not sure if they actually did it, uh, that their priests were going uh, undead, or their healers were going undead, I don't know. Um, can there be any other healer undead, except priests? Not sure. Don't think so. Anyways. I don't think they get shaman. I don't think they get paladins. I don't think right. they get druids. So that's probably it. Yeah. Well, monk, I guess. But whatever. Oh, right, right. Um, but they didn't use a monk. So anyways, so they were saying that they were playing undead because on Blackhand you could jump on the balconies and cannibalize on the corpses to get mana back. So I don't know if that's actually what they did, but you know, if it's something cheesy like that, that you need the, uh, the the ratio that it's actually useful for the tactic that we are using, then yeah, probably people are gonna go and basically like okay. For example, we were on Margok, and we had the character who was not Blood Elf, and we wanted that extra uh, interrupt for the casters, so we just told him, hey, you know, you're gonna go Blood Elf, and he went Blood Elf. But, yeah, otherwise, we're not really focusing that much on the race. Now, okay, that's for the race. For the class, the thing is that you can't really force someone to play a different class. If the difference is small, uh, probably, like, I'm, it's, it's really weird. It's a really complicated, I mean, uh, question. But in a scenario where one player would have two characters and they both would be his, you know, main alt and main character. Yeah, okay, if the difference is very small, he's probably going to stick to his main character and because he's going to just perform a little bit better because you always are going to play a little bit better with your main than with your alt just because, you know, it's your main. You've been playing it for years. Now, if the difference is huge, though, for example, on the last boss, we wanted to have... Munkins. So we had, you know, Fragments play as Munkin, which he really didn't play as much before. He used to play Feral. So if it's something that we absolutely feel it's it's needed for our strategy to work, then yes, we will have people play classes that they don't feel as comfortable as with their mains. Generally speaking, though, that doesn't really happen. Might happen for one of the last bosses. For example, another another time there where it happened, um, and yeah, that will 
also explain uh, the thing that it's not really about the DPS, right? Performance, mm, it's not that big usually. You're not going to have changes on the roster for that. It's usually the utility that they bring. So, for example, on Iron Maidens, we wanted an extra Paladin. Why? Because they have the, the bobs. And you can use the bobs to completely ignore the penetrating shots. Is that what they're called? Yeah, the shot where you have or to Or you can just have a bunch of hunters. Right, exactly. But you can definitely... There's no chance you're sorting one of those during the bombardment phases or during the last phase. So we wanted to have this extra security that if it does not land on hunters and priests and mages where they can vanish, etc., uh, um, that we have this extra uh, security. So we had the player go with his red paladin on that boss. Hope uh, so that covers the question. What about for specs? You know, we already kind of covered that you've been playing survival, right. even though everybody said BM was better. What's uh? Well, I know you okay. have a rogue, right? And rogues, there's yeah. some pretty huge disparity right now. It seems yeah. like. Um, well, what, what's your all's rules there? Uh, so the thing is that during progression, it's way different, right? Like now we're talking after everything, uh, the dust has settled, let's say, and things are way easier to figure out. But during progression, when you're, especially for us, when we're going on a boss, which we don't really know how it's going to pan out, like for rogues, yeah? Everyone was saying, oh, rogues suck. Rogues are the worst now. They nerfed us so much. We're useless. And then we end up going with three rogues because on the last phase, you want to have three rogues to soak this, uh, the shattering smashes on Blackhand. So you never know when a class is going to be useful. Now, the thing is that you also don't know what's going to be working out as good. Our rogues basically started as... Uh, as uh, subtly on Blackhand, then they figured out, hey, let's try mutilate, and then they tried mutilate a bit, and then because of the you have the the backstab right uh, for the last phase where you need to squeeze in extra DPS, then in the end they realized that hey, you know, it's still better to play sub, so they went back to sub. So it's kind of like you try out things and see how it works. The best. Thing I uh, think is to have if you have more than one of the class, for example, hey, we're three hunters. One guy maybe tries BM, see how it goes, you know, and then you compare uh, how you do on a on with your own strategy on the same pool. How good did both hunters do? Especially, of course, this implies that you're of similar skill, and one guy is not, uh, you know. Uh, super good and the other guy mediocre because then you can't really compare but for us at least if we try out different specs and we see one guy completely dominating with a different spec on some parts of the encounter then maybe the other guy switch but uh, it's up to the people who play the classes we, you, you can't really tell them how to play their own class if there is something they will think about it themselves and try out maybe how much room for experimenting with different builds is there when you're uh, doing progression? I assume, you know, we're, for what Blackhand, how many pulls were we talking about there? Uh, 320. Okay, yeah, so 320 pulls. That's a lot of time, it seems, to try different yeah. strategies out, try, you know, mm -hmm. make, see what works. Are, are you, change, you know, testing a lot of talent, testing a lot of different builds? Or even uh, stats to some extent? Uh... Well, stats, not so much, I guess, but uh, definitely trying out things. Because um, the general thing for us is you don't, you don't want to miss out on something huge, right? 
so you don't okay so you basically how it feels to be in method right you do not want to hear the three words paragon just killed it you know four words what did i say three all right or paragon killed it all right you don't want to hear those words and especially you don't want to hear those words and then go and watch their video and say oh my god why did we not think of that that's we're so dumb you know so <laughs> at the start when you are forming a strategy you try a lot of things so that's a lot of room for um improv um for experimenting uh, for everyone everyone does it uh and as as you start progressing and you form a strategy and then you start focusing on that strategy and you don't change massively the strategy from pool to pool then you start to optimize for that cuz you got to remember if you change a lot of things suddenly from one pool to another people are not going to perform their spec at their best on the first pool right so you can't just say oh let me try instead of arcane i'll go fire for this pool see how it does but we also change our strategy or it was a bad pull or you know shit happened whatever uh, the kiting of the demolisher was not great and then you're like oh no fire is bad switching back to arcane but then you change the, the strategy again maybe things like that you can uh, you need to basically try out for a few pulls see how it does and yeah there is room for experimenting especially the first couple of days if we're talking about a huge boss right like if we're talking about a boss from the first you know five six bosses you don't really experiment you just go with whatever works and you just kill the bosses and you move on but uh yeah definitely room for experimenting but after a certain point you know if after 250 pulls you're like hey let's try this other spec and then you suddenly do amazing then people are going to be like well okay thanks man you just wasted us maybe couple of uh uh well you know tens of pulls maybe because we didn't have this extra dps because you weren't playing the right spec so got to be that's that's where you get the that's where you need to have this mentality of world first and you know the great players trying to think ahead and what works and you know maybe another thing is maybe okay as i said you want to play fire instead of arcane as a as a small example so maybe you say hey can we try this as a strategy you know gather up the ads instead of splitting them up and then we can just going to aoe them down because we're playing fire which we actually kind of did on blast furnace so i don't know how other guilds do it but uh, we have uh, all the security guards in phase 1 we just pile them up in the middle of the of the room and there's one tank there and that's it and he also has the foreman there so what happens is and we have fire mages there which you know some other guilds might have gone with arcane mages because they can mm -hmm. nuke down the elementalists faster but for us we just said okay hey let's just gather them all in the middle so we don't have to deal with security guards on the sides and the fire mages can go to town throwing the living bombs all over the place there you know so sometimes the specs also might influence the strategy and yeah that's it I think this was probably a bad tier for this example, but in general, you you know, you're getting a lot of playtime during the beta, and I know we had that huge nerf to Marks, you know, the night before Mythic mm -hmm. Highmall opened. But uh, uh, in general, do you have a pretty good idea during beta what you're going to be playing in the next tier, or uh, is it often changing as much as it has here? Um, no, I think you have a good idea, uh, or at least 
you have an idea where you want to try something different, right? So for me, at least for BlackRock Foundry, it was pretty clear, mainly because I saw when I saw that survival was competing at the end of Hymo, people started playing survival, right? It got like a small buff to the service yeah, thing, I think. Yeah. So people started playing survival and it was actually competing with marksmanship. And it was pretty clear to me at that point that, hey, okay, now I have like multi-strike on three pieces of my entire gear. In BlackRock Foundry, almost every single piece has multi-strike. So the scaling is going to go through the roof. So survival is going to pull ahead so much. Plus, it's, let's face it, the easiest, easiest spec to play. And yeah, I mean, it was pretty clear that I'm going to be playing a lot of survival. So you start with a base and then you might consider on certain bosses, hey, you know, maybe here we can cleave a bit, so maybe you want to try that. Or, for example, we were thinking in Iron Maidens, maybe the last phase is super hard, so maybe try Marksmanship. So we did try Marksmanship a couple of tries there. In the end, it wasn't really needed because for us it was more important to bring it down before the third ship. So we only did two ship phases. So overall DPS throughout the entire phases was more important than just burning on the last phase. Um, yeah, you, you can basically think of the bosses. You, you have an idea how they're going to work and where you might struggle. We even thought of going back ship for Blackhand for the last phase, but it didn't do as well. So especially like in phase one and phase two, you just can't play marksmanship. It's just not going to work. So, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Artemis, are you on? Did we get her? Oh, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Um, all right. Well, on to Facebook. Some... Yeah. We, uh, Dark Brew has been asking the WHU page on Facebook for questions each week, and we've got a few this week. And this first one, I thought it would be great to have a, you know, highly regarded raid leader on for. Uh, this is Susie from the WHU page was asking, how do people feel about Hunter image slash role in raiding right now? And I know you got a lot of comments. People, uh, you know, are always, there's hunters have a pretty negative image in general in the game. Uh huh. Uh, so what do you what do you think, you know, when you're you're looking at hunters, you're looking at various classes applying, is there still stigma for hunters at the level you're playing or Um, I think uh <laughs> this tier was really good for us because in general, hunters kinda of felt like uh how can I say? Um whatever. I I won't say what I wanted to say because I don't want to be offensive. Uh but uh <laughs> They just kind of felt like the nuisance you had to have in the raid, which didn't do good DPS, but you kind of wanted them to do the dirty jobs and, you know, just, uh, you can have your bows, we don't care, just do whatever. Uh, as long as you can deterrence when we need you to deterrence, you know? That's it. Mm -hmm. uh, but this time around, it was great because we actually did some DPS, so people actually didn't feel like we're taking their spots in the raid. All right, so I think in general, I hope at least that for every guild, it's kind of the same. Like, hunters got a bit more respect in terms of, oh, they can do DPS and still do the extra jobs. This is, you know, wow, okay, get some hunters in. Also, we have the aspect now, so hey, you know, use an aspect. Although, yeah, especially the casters are like fox, fox, fox. Right. You know, they kind of. And if you're not, that's the good thing, right? If one week you're with three hunters, and then 
you have only one hunter or no hunter, then they feel the pain. They feel the need to have a hunter because there's no aspect of the fox. And, and that's great, you know, because you, you don't understand how valuable something is until you don't have it anymore, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, playing a twos match. Um, I guess this was a couple weeks now, but um, with a priest buddy of mine. And she was, uh, you know, I, I, it was our first time really playing together, and she hadn't played with hunters very often in twos PvP. So, uh, you know, I was trying to say, you know, I can, I can get you out of this route, uh, you know, with my master's call. And then, but she was saying, well, she couldn't kite because she needed to heal. She needed to stand still and heal. And I said, no, you don't have to stand still and heal. I got that covered too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You you can run away and heal at the same time. Full blast. What else Uh, do you want? You want me to get an exotic pet, heal you myself? What else? Tell me. (laughs) Yeah. And so that was, you know, it was, it was really fun to, you know, kind of here. Yeah. So that that amazement. I have another monk healer friend that I play with every once in a while, and he just gets so excited when Aspect of the Fox comes up. It's so much yeah. fun to be able to do your full heals while running away from the DPS, you know, some warrior oh, yeah. or paladins on you. And so, yeah, <laughs> Fox is amazing. I love that ability so much. I think, um, who was it? Clipper and uh, Azertharian were on Final Boss, the uh-huh. podcast. Last week, and they were talking about, you know, do we expect nerfs in coming to Aspect of the Fox? What do you think? Is it is it too good right now? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to get nerfed. I really hope so. Because um, it's it seems really good, but in the end, it's situational. There are bosses where it doesn't really give anything. Um, or, well, you can definitely do without it, right? So, I don't think it's 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 a great raid cooldown like you can't nerf it what are you gonna nerf of it there's nothing you can actually nerf of it what maybe increase the cooldown but i mean it doesn't make sense then or what reduce the duration that doesn't even make any more sense at all like it's it's just dumb what one cast six seconds is as low as it can get in my opinion so mm-hmm. if it was to be nerfed i think it would just be removed if they felt it was too overpowered but i don't think like so I- I heard somebody mentioning you know, making it a group cooldown, uh, you know, so you can't uh, get multiple chain. You know, you can't go 18 seconds in a row with three hunters. Uh, I don't know how that would work, but I don't know. It's it's yeah something Blizzard finds in their hunters. Yeah, I I just don't feel like they're gonna do something like that. Honestly, I think it's it's fine. It's uh, it's not as overpowered as people might seem think it's just certain bosses like okay black hand phase one yes you need the aspects of a fox it's really needed that's why you see people always killing them with three hunters especially well at least the first guilds killed it with three hunters because it's just amazing but uh yeah like okay then you go in phase two and phase three of black hand and it's like whatever could you right, and as you were without as you were just saying a little bit before there was you know a fight where you wanted to take three rogues and that didn't seem like a big deal. Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, know, there's plenty of fights where we do things. I don't know, like- man. I think they should nerf that faint ability so much. <laughs> oh, my. Nerf that thing. I think they just need to make it a cooldown. That's it. Like a personal cooldown. I don't get why like, all the other classes have a personal on a cooldown and they have no cooldown. What is this? This is, this is weird magic going on. <laughs> uh, 
Just like yeah, like if you put faint on a twenty second cooldown, boom, balanced. That's it. Sounds good. Yeah, I I had someone complaining about uh that it wasn't fair on uh what's the one with the boat called? Shoot. The boat. The boats. Iron Maidens. Iron Maidens, yes, of course. Yeah. Iron Maidens uh complained that hunters don't have to do you know, usually we have to do all the weird mechanics. And I still have to go over to the boat, but uh, I don't have to move for any of the mechanics. You know, when the whatever the squiggly red line is cast, you know, I just feign death. Whenever the uh, right. whenever I get yeah. the penetrating shot, the mm -hmm. straight red feign line, death. I just feign death. Anything, yeah. I can just kind of skip. It's pretty great. That's true. Although I I do actually do some special job there. I'm not sure how you you guys do it, but um, you know, there's the preferred target in Mythic. Uh, if you get tagged from a blood ritual, so I always we have a strategy where you know we send all the blade dashes to one of our warlocks, and basically we get all the blood rituals on me, because I can. Uh, so whoever gets it first comes over to me, gives me the debuff, and then I I feign death one, then I deterrence one, then I can feign death again. Then I can deterrence again. Then I can feign death again. Although you do need to refresh the debuff at some point because it's only it only lasts one minute. But that means that no one else has to worry about it. You know, the only guy who does worry about it a little bit is the first guy who got it because he he also has the debuff, so it's fifty fifty if I get it or he gets it. But he can just move out of range uh, for the next three casts, and then his debuff is gonna fall off. And that's especially important for the last phase, right? Like you you, mm -hmm. you don't want to have it randomly picking a target. At that point, you just want it on a hunter because you can feign death and deterrence it, and you don't have to worry about it at all. And then Marak is dead, so who cares? Um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, I, I, I do agree with you because at the start, I wasn't doing that job. I was just playing it normally, and I, I was like, whoa, God, this, this fight is amazing. I can just DPS, nothing else. That's great. I can just feign death everything. Yeah. Oh, man. Good times. I can't, the, uh, what was the last boss in High Mall called? Uh, Emperor Margok. Yeah, Margok. So the uh, first time we did it with... Um, the first, you know, whatever week we did it was on Heroic. We uh, we were still trying to practice handing, handling Branded, and we had the Hunters doing that. And I don't think you need to do that on Heroic, or at least I'm told you don't need to do it on Heroic. Uh, but we did it anyways, because we didn't know you didn't have to handle it. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were doing it, and then the next week we didn't. And I just couldn't believe there was nothing to do. I didn't do anything the whole yeah. fight. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What do you, I, I didn't know, what, what do other players do when they don't have all these crazy jobs that hundreds get? Exactly. They look at the damage meter, that's what they do. Right. right. Uh, oh man. You just reminded me. And I send me. our thread to the healers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've just, you just reminded me how calm I am now that I don't have to worry about that debuff anymore. Oh god, <laughs> so good. That debuff, man. Oh, so annoying. Uh, one of the worst jobs I had to ever do in World of Warcraft by far. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do have another Facebook uh, question. Uh, it's more of a request about being a responsible hunter. You feel up for uh, doing a PSA, Roger? A what? Public service announcement. 
Thomas from the WHU Facebook page has some thoughts about what it means to be a responsible hunter. What I would like to hear more of is about being responsible in a raid slash party. I think for some reason there are hunters still out there who run through a dungeon with Barrage who still manage to give hunters a bad reputation. Let the hunters of the world know that Barrage, despite being a slight DPS gay on most fights, is not a kind shot when aimed improperly. Huh. It seems we have yeah. a theme here with some of these questions. Yeah. No, I can yeah, I can definitely agree on that. The thing is that it's okay, all right? It happens to the best of us, the Barrage thing. Uh, you know, it's behind the wall or I didn't see it. Especially on the what is it? The Grim the Grim Rail Depot, that's the name yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 You can definitely mess up and barrage the, the pack that is behind the one you're uh, killing right now and pull that and then, oh my god, it's everywhere and you die, right? Or if you're in one of my groups, you just kite all the way back until there's no more room to run and you die there. Um, but uh, yeah, the important thing is own up to your mistakes. You can't just brush it off and just say, you know, whatever. Just say, you know, I'm sorry, guys, this won't happen again. Whoa, 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 but isn't that why we have misdirect, so we don't have to own up to our mistakes? Oh, man. I don't know. Mm. I guess so. If, if Although, only I could misdirect, like, emotional ang- language also. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've actually noticed that, man, misdirect actually kind of sucks nowadays. I don't give any threat to the tanks whatsoever. I'm like, yeah, I mean, hey. threat's just not really part of the game anymore, it feels like. And I, I definitely use it in uh, challenge modes, but that's yeah. the only time it seems to have any effect on the game. Yeah, it just feels now, especially you just pop Bloodlust at the start and everything, and it's like, you're not going to matter. You just, Especially as a survival, what are you going to do? Like, throw a black arrow, you know, maybe you know, an arcane shot? Like, those things don't generate any threat for the tank. Because you can see, I, I still have the Omen, the Aron. Mm-hmm. Because I like to see the threat. Yeah, whatever. I know 95% of people don't even have those, that thing anymore. But I like it. And you can actually see there the, the threat generated by misdirects and uh, tricks of the trade and stuff like that. It's a different color there. Yeah, It's like gray because it falls off after the duration of the thing. Okay. Um, and I can see it and it's like it's not even there. It's like non-existent. I'm like, I didn't do anything with it. So it's kind of sad. It used to be way more impactful. Then yeah, again, it's... you know, yeah, you can play marksmanship and do like massive shots instantly, and that's okay. But a survival or BM, eh? I still like that. At least it's less threat that I'm getting. You know, so it's it might be not much threat for the tank because they already have this insane amount. But it's threat that's not going to me, so if the tank dies, they're going to kill somebody yeah. else before they kill me. Yeah, that's that's the best thing, exactly. Because you know that even if you ninja pull or whatever, you're not going to die. You don't do any threat. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. So it works. works out, I guess. Uh, we did have one last question from the WHU Facebook page. Um, Wojciech? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, as if we get a fourth spec choice, what would you like it to be? Hmm. Ah. Uh, well, I guess it would have to be some kind of uh, melee hybrid thing. I mean, what else could it be? Like the Rexar spec. The what? 
Rexar spec? Oh, the Rexar spec, yeah, yeah. It would have to be that. Um, I would like it, though, to not have so much thing, like, yeah, Rexar spec, like, without the beasts, though. Mm. Like, Beast Master is enough. I don't want to have to uh, worry about my pets more than just one spec. So it would it would resemble, let's say, kind of like enhancement shaman, I guess, but with a little bit of ranged stuff more. I don't know, kind of more hands-on approach than the shaman. The shaman is more like you know you cast spells and stuff. Yeah, you hit with your thing is, but it's more magic stuff. I would like a hunter spec where you're more like you know bring back the raptor strike and stuff like that and make it kind of interesting where you. You you also maybe throw a couple of traps, and then you also have some range short short range abilities, I guess. Yeah, I saw a lot of suggestions for this one. I mean, of course, this comes up on the hunter forums all the time. You know, what would you want as a fourth spec? One of the more interesting ones I've seen was uh, somebody suggested a hunter pet healer, where your pet maybe goes around you know licking their wounds, and you've got to get your pet to. Uh, do your healing uh, for you. <laughs> I think that I sounds think, uh, hilarious, but I think it sounds hilarious, but I think it would turn into some uh, weird stuff going on in uh, the <laughs> cities. Like, come lick my wounds, you know? Like, oh, I don't know. I think people yeah. would find a way to make it not cute, but uh, weird. Yeah. Uh, sure. What don't they make weird? Yeah. What if... um, and of course, I love pet tanking, so I don't know. If, I don't believe they're ever going to make tanking viable, but I would love to see that as a spec. Plus, um, imagine, okay, you you can maybe imagine, you know, like a cat coming and licking your wounds and stuff, mm-hmm. but what if you have a rhino? What, he's going to come and crush your face and heal you? Like, that doesn't make sense. Sure. <laughs> they have magical horns, right? Oh, right. Oh, you have a unicorn that sends right. beams of light through his... Beams of rainbows. Yeah. Guys, don't forget, tigers, China, things... Let's not go there. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> what if for the fourth spec, we actually rode our our animals kind of like a like a knight riding a horse, except we'd be riding a tiger or rhino or whatever, and mm, like charging into battle? Wouldn't yeah, that be I like fun? to use my porcupine, so I don't think that's gonna work out for me. Oof. Uh, yeah, uh, that was not a pleasant image. Um, yeah. I think it would be something cool, like a not a spec thing where you would constantly be on it, but kind of like a cooldown, you know, kind of something where you hop on an animal and maybe run a bit faster, maybe do a bit of extra deeps, and yeah, you get some benefits. Kind of like Beast Lord in uh in Foundry. Oh yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and when he dies, they- then you get a buff. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, that'd actually make a great spec, Beast Lord. Just work like that. So you've got to soak damage to uh, get your extra buffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, no I, I love how they balance that. that, but maybe. Well, I, I love doing that when I play my monk. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to die, so let's just use my defensive cooldown and step into the fire intense, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, Intentionally. Intentionally, right? Uh, just to do the touch of uh, karma damage. That's pretty cool. I like it. Problem is, sometimes you take too much damage and then you suddenly die. Especially with some fire dots. Uh, but then you blame the healers. That's fine. Or you ask for a, 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 an external cooldown. <laughs> yeah. 
Or your pet can come over and lick you. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brought it back around. Well done. As long as it's not the other way around, it's okay. I don't want to go licking my pets. Her ball? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that pretty much that wraps up all the Q and A we had for today. Was there anything else you wanted to say to people? Maybe some service announcements, hunters. You need to remember these things. Oof. Well, I don't know. I did say actually a couple of things. On uh, you mentioned the final boss interview they had uh, this uh, the last right, week. Right. I joined them at the after show. Um, like I was on the chat and stuff, and then I joined for the after show mm-hmm. uh, on the Skype call. I did mention a couple of things there, I guess. Like um, I, I made a uh, what's it called uh, a reference, right? I made a reference back in times when I was first in Method about um, the Kriparian video, which said, "How do you maximize your DPS?" Because that's you know he was the hunter who was like maximizing getting all the parses right. and stuff. And that was pretty cool, you know. Back then, I was definitely way more noob than I was now. So I watched his videos and I liked them. And I remember one of them where it said, "Okay, so you in order to do max DPS, you need to first maximize your globals." So that's right. a very important thing. You if you if you're confused, if you're not tab targeting, if you if you if you catch yourself not doing things, it's bad. You need to constantly be on the global cooldown. So if you're not, then you're doing something wrong. Unless it's like something intentionally for the fight, like a stop DPS, you want to wait for it, something to happen before we push the phase. But other than that, yeah, that's, I think, a big thing. Like, you know, small examples. Imagine you're on um, Orgorger. I don't know how you spell that, how you pronounce that. Orgorger. Orgorger, all right? So imagine you're there, and the next phase starts, phase two. And then he's, you, you know, you keep DPSing or you're assigned to one of the sides. doesn't matter. And he starts rolling and you start running towards another place. But remember, you can still shoot things while you're running to your side. So don't waste those globals for nothing. You see a crate next to you. You know when he's going to change and start rolling. So instantly tap to a crate. Don't waste any damage. Uh, and that's like the hugest thing. Even if you're perfectly, you know, oh, the trinkets and everything and I'm maximizing, I'm doing my rotation right. If you lose 20 globals over a six-minute fight, you didn't, it didn't matter at all that you did all this optimizing. So, yeah. Maximize yeah, the globals is the first step. Yeah, let me, let me just finish and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maximize the globals and then you worry about maximizing the damage that each of your globals d- does. So, that's when you want to look at Trinket up times, you know, look at your UI more. Look at, you know, what is going on there. Like, oh, my trinket procced. Or, you know, I have an internal global cooldown trinket, so I need to know when it's coming up. Or, you know, I'm playing Beast Mastery and my I want to know when my Beastial Wrath resets from the two-piece bonus. So you need to have all these things good visually around you so you don't cut yourself Oh, I missed that trinket proc. When did it happen? I should have used my stampede with it, and now it's gone. Things like that. But those first, you manage the first thing, and then you go for this one. I I think that's the biggest thing uh, that you like, the, the the broadest and generalist is that a word even I don't know uh, <laughs> advice that I can give to everyone. 
Hello? Artemis! Hello, Artemis. Hi, I'm so sorry. And don't mind my voice, I sound sick. Oh. Uh, what are we what? talking about? What are we talking about, boys? Maximizing global cooldowns. And that old Kriparian video. That's also where the first time I had heard of that, I don't know when he was, did that video, was in Late Wrath or Early Kata? I was, was uh, Late Wrath. And I, I was trying to learn, and when I saw that video, like it kind of changed how hunting worked for me. Yep. And I don't know if... I'm told that it doesn't... Because of how WoW has changed the latency mechanics for your keyboard in, input, uh, it doesn't matter anymore, but I still can't stop spamming keys. You know, I definitely oh, yeah. do the thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know if Same. all hunters do, but I can't get myself to stop. I'm just so worried that I won't get the shot off right in time. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I've stopped doing, which I used to do a lot back then, is uh, having my my pet attack is keybound on my mouse wheel. So mm. not not when I press my mouse wheel, but when I push it forward. Yeah, when I scroll up. Because I felt like, you know, it's kind of like a movement thing. Like, go pet, and you roll it forward. Like, go, go, <laughs> go. And then they follow me, because, you know, you sometimes you want the pet to come back. Is the reverse. So, come back, come back, and I roll it backwards. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I kind of stopped doing that a lot, uh, especially because, you know, I don't play with a pet that much in this expansion because I don't have a pet. And when I do have a pet, it's so small, the DPS uh, nowadays, where... Uh, especially during farm, I just have it on uh, assist because I don't really care right. that much. Artemis, how's it going? Are you still on? Yeah, I'm here. How's how's your weekend WoW been? Um, busy. We're trying to do Black Hand Sunday, or that's today actually, and yeah, hopefully we can kill it soon. Great, great. Good luck with the trinket. Yeah, I got the um the heroic one, but I'm not going to be playing marksman anytime soon for that to really matter. It's still an eye level boost. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I have Did I mention I, I got that from the uh, garrison, the black hand. It was the first garrison mythic uh, oh, quest I got, and I right. got the black hand trinket. I have no idea how. I felt terrible about it. Like I shouldn't be allowed to have this yet. I haven't killed this guy. But oh well, I'll take it. Yeah, I got um, I have Gruul's trinket, Chromox trinket on Mythic, but yeah, I'm mostly playing BM for my itemization is really good for BM right now. I don't really have a lot of good survival off pieces or much right now. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I'm still using scales to do my survival. Yep. Yeah, that's rough. Me too. And it hurts. <sighs> I still haven't gotten Heart of the Mountain. Alright, well, there was one more bit of news before we wrap up. Um, we got a message from... I don't know how many people will remember the... Uh, Iron Man challenges. They used to be kind of a big deal in WoW. Uh, Kriparian, who we were just talking about, owns the world first title from uh, the WoW Iron Man challenge to level 85. Um, and so you can find a lot about this. They, they are rebooting the 
uh, website, and it's now wowchallenges.com. Uh, and I think they've got a few other challenges on there. Um, the Iron Man was always a big one for hunters, I think. Hunters did a lot better than other classes. I'm not sure if they have... I, I don't know how many people have heard of the, the WoW Hunter Challenge was something that I, I can't remember who started. I've seen the Grumpy Elf write about it before. But that one was uh, making it to max level without taking any damage. So you, only your pet can take damage. You can't oh go into any God. dungeons. You got to just There's... quest all the way up without taking damage. Um, and so that, you know, that was a big one. I don't know if they'll have that on the site. It's kind of a hunter-only thing. Maybe Warlocks could it's do it. It's kind of the neutral panda, you realize. Right. <laughs> or be the neutral panda. Yeah, and that was one of them was the pacifist. I don't know if that's making it without uh, killing anybody. Which is, yeah, kind of like the neutral panda. But they, so the website's back up and running. It's now at wowchallenges.com. Uh, they're going to be you know featuring the people who finished the challenges. Um, Ollie, you you got that message, right? Did they say anything else? Um, I posted a link to Kriparian's video in the uh, chat in case anybody is not really familiar with this. But basically he's got the challenge, uh, WoW Iron Man Challenge website, wowchallenges.com. And he has two new challenges called the Pacifist and the Grinder. It uh, doesn't give us details about what those are, but they'd probably be on the website. And uh, just basically suggest uh, go check it out. And uh, we're all kind of uh, we're all kind of not doing a whole lot in WoW these days. And you know it happens, but uh, maybe this will be something you can do. Okay, well I'm reading here for the pacifist. Um, actually, has rules underneath it on the left, and it says that your killing blows percent must not be higher than 10%. So you can kill some people, but not more than 10% of something. I don't know what's 10%. Because uh, uh, it says, yeah, you're supposed to be a pacifist, but we acknowledge that uh, there is a need to progress to some areas by having to kill for quests. So you can kill some dudes, but not too many. Self defense, maybe. Oh, Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> and right. also, that's from James Young, by the way. Well, on that note, you have been listening to episode 215 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Delirium from Thrill the Wild and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. You can check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed, your reader. Links are available on the show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like to like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast uh, gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. Did I just read that twice? I guess I do. <laughs> All right. Dark Bruce says stay thirsty and Vindex says keep your eyes on the beast. Don't forget to pay your dues. For the horde. <laughs> All right. It's hilarious. Roger, so what's your sign-off? Oh, yeah. I forgot to say Something one. like, yeah, uh, I wish you success you in your future endeavors. Wait. Siempre prestar la emoción de lo salvaje. Um, salvaje. Salvaje. Oh, yeah. Siempre prestar la emoción de lo salvaje. All right, well, there's no way I'm saying it that way. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. 
great show, guys. Nice yeah, to be here. thanks for joining us, Roger. Yeah, thanks for all the listeners. Hope uh, you enjoyed it as well. And yeah. Sapphiron, Lucifer, 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 Sapphiron, L